Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Alexis. You're listening to Central Crazies Podcast. Where we tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And we let our crazy flag fly free with no limit. talking about the murder of Kelsey Smith. So Kelsey Smith was a beautiful 18-year-old girl who lived in Kansas. She had just graduated high school, and that fall she was going to play clarinet in the marching band at Kansas State University. Oh, that's a big deal. That's cool. Yeah, and it's just this case, like, it's weird because she – reminds me a lot of myself like I played clarinet when I was in band you did yeah and so like I don't know it's just weird I love that yeah so um Saturday June 2nd 2007 Kelsey went to Target to buy her boyfriend John a gift because it was their six-month anniversary oh um while at Target, she was talking to her mom on the phone um, and while she was looking for what she wanted to buy. And after she found what she wanted to buy, she went to check out and told her mom, I'll see you soon. Which, me and my mom do that literally all the time. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, mom, I'll see you soon. And by the way, the Target was like eight minutes from her house. Okay. Eight-minute drive. Yeah, so really soon. Yeah. Um, she was supposed to meet her boyfriend, John, at 7.30. Her phone call with her mom was at 7, so 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelsey never showed up at 7.30. Her last, she was, um, she wasn't answering any texts or phone calls. Um, her boyfriend waited for 30 minutes trying to get a hold of Kelsey, and when she still didn't answer, um, John, her boyfriend, called her dad. Uh, Kelsey's dad's name was Greg, and he immediately called the police because he had worked in law enforcement, and he told them, like, this isn't like my daughter. She wouldn't just not answer her calls. She always answers and, like, says where she's at. Uh Um, And plus, it made it worse that her boyfriend called and said she never showed up when she was supposed to. Um, So he started calling, her dad started calling different police agencies and hospitals just trying to find, like, anything about her. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, because he was proactive like this, her search started really quickly. Um, hours later, they found Kelsey's car parked across the street from Target. All of her stuff, including the items she bought um, in her purse, were in her car, but she wasn't in it. Um, and also her cell phone wasn't with her or wasn't in the car. Oh, so it was a, so it was with her, presumably. Yeah. Um, the missing person <clears throat> report went out on the news, um, like immediately, and the investigators thoroughly searched her car for fingerprints and DNA, like any fingerprints mm-hmm. that didn't match her family, hers, or her boyfriend's. Yeah, they, um, like obviously took those ones, um, or just any sign in the car of something unusual. 
Yeah. Um, because Kelsey's phone wasn't in her car, and the police um, wanted to ping her cell phone mm-hmm. to see the location it had last been pinged. Unfortunately, under federal law, the cell phone company, which was Verizon, didn't have an obligation to release that information, so they chose not to. Okay, wait, but if the parents request it and they're paying the phone bill. Right? I don't know if she was paying her own phone bill or what at this time because they said that um, they said that normal, like they will release that to the subscriber, uh-huh. but not um, to a subscribe, not to anybody else. Yeah. Even the parents. Um, so they said that it was, apparently it was because they were scared of having legal trouble. And we'll get into that later because, um, it becomes a big deal. Um, since they can't use her cell phone pings, police decide to check the target surveillance footage. Okay. Um, watching the footage, it shows a young white male following Kelsey throughout the store. Mm. Um, he was on almost every aisle she was on. But he stayed far enough back that she didn't catch him looking at her. Like, she didn't notice it. Yeah. Um, and also, it's worth noting, when Kelsey goes to check out, that's when he left the store. Hmm. It's later revealed he left the store before her so he could go to his truck and get his gun. Oh, so uh, their surveillance outside worked? Yeah. Because I know at the store, whenever we worked at Target... There was a section that the cameras didn't work. Yep. And that's where they would have us park. Yeah, and I don't know if me and Alexis have talked about this before, but we both worked at Target. Like, that's actually where we met. So um, it's kind of crazy because, like, it was on footage um, of her, like, actually getting into, like, somebody approaching her at her car. But it was, like, really crappy quality. Normally, at least, like, at our store, the surveillance cameras inside were super... um, accurate but the ones outside are crappy like they're Mm -hmm. not as good as cameras at least that's how it was at our store and it seems like that's how it was at that store um but yeah there it's just weird because like i don't know like she played clarinet she was at target that's where she got kidnapped and like there was so many times like i had me and alexis have had to get carts like so many times like out in the parking lot by ourselves at night well i didn't go by myself yeah, I mean, they would send anybody who's available outside. And one time during the day, uh, I was literally the only one who got sent out there. And uh, my supervisor up at the front, she was freaking out. She's all like, look, she should not be out there. She's a girl, which I usually, I'm not like, I don't play that I'm a girl card. Because I hate when people are like, you can't do that. You're a girl. Yeah, but there's I'm like, like watch. there's <laughs> sketchy people that would hang around the parking lots like multiple times. There would be, like, weird car, like, a car, like, circling the driveway for a long time. And we're just, mm-hmm. like, watch out for that car, you know? Um, so, it it's just weird to me. And, like, I mean, honestly, though, I liked going to get carts because it gave me a break from customers. And, like, it would always be, like, one of my friends. that I w- We would just talk. Like, yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> we would. Like, we would hang out outside. And, like, sometimes we'd get caught or whatever because, like, <laughs> our managers would, like, Check on us. Be like, you guys cannot get carts together. You give around. Yeah, <laughs> we did. I mean, it, it was kind of fun, but it was definitely dangerous, like, if you mm-hmm. were out there alone, because, I mean, you know, people always are hanging out in parking lots. I mean, there's crazy people everywhere. I mean, like, stuff's less likely to happen, like, during the day, but it still happens. 
yeah. I mean, one time, I remember I was approached by that one man. Um, this was so weird. This, I think I was actually alone this time, but it was during the day. Mm-hmm. So it didn't bother me. But. What guy was it? Okay, so I was like, we, the way our target was, it was like a strip mall. Mm-hmm. So do you remember how like Hobby Lobby was all the way on the other side? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was several stores, like five stores in between there. So it was a pretty long ways. Well, one of our carts had gotten all the way there. So I went to go get it. And this man pulls up and he has a sign and he like was gesturing for me to come look at it. And I was like, um, I was like, I like yelled to him. I was like, I can't do that. I was like, I can talk to you inside, but like, I'm not going to walk up to your truck. Yeah. And so like, he like kept like inching towards me. I'm like, dude, no, like I'm not going to talk to you. So I finally like I get inside and I tell the managers and they're just like, uh, okay, well, it's good that you didn't talk to him. Anyways, it turns out that he was legit. Like, he was asking for directions, but he was deaf. So that's why he had it written down. Oh, yeah, but but there's no way that you're going to know that. Yeah, and I was like, why would you still approach, like, a girl by themselves in the parking lot? You know, like... You go inside the store. (laughs) Yeah, which he did end up doing because I was not about to talk to him. Like, I wasn't trying to be rude. I was just like, um, I can talk to you inside. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, that was probably the scariest moment I had. And that one time that guy almost ran over me. But (laughs) I don't know that story either. (laughs) It was some guy, and he, he like, apparently had been trying to return something that you can't return, like, something stupid. You know how, like, people would do that. And I guess he was pissed off, and, like, I was out getting carts with somebody. It was right when we were about to close. And, um, yeah, he almost ran over me. He, like, sped past me and, like, didn't even slow down. It was so weird. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, one of the managers was complaining about him after. That's how I knew that he just trying to return something stupid. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. So, um, anyways, about Kelsey, um, so where they wouldn't ping her cell phone? Yeah. Um, so they were checking the fingerprints, right? And that guy was following her? Yeah, so they checked... Because they couldn't get to her cell phone, they would looked. They looked at the surveillance, and um, it finally, like they had the guy on the camera, mm-hmm. um, but they still didn't know where Kelsey was. So finally, an FBI agent on the phone with a Verizon tech technician explained to them that they needed those cell phone pings to find out where the phone is to hopefully find Kelsey. And uh-huh. that was days later. <clears throat> okay. Okay. But like after an abduction, like you only have so long. Yes. Kelsey went missing June 2nd of 2007. It wasn't until June 6th of 2007 that they got her. They finally got the permission to ping. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, they went to the last tower her phone had contact, like had pinged, and narrowed the location down to where it was. Yeah. Um, And the phone had last pinged about 18 to 20 minutes away from Target in a small, um, it was a small wooded area. Um. Obviously, searches began immediately, and within 45 minutes of getting that ping location, they found her body. Oh, gosh. Um, she had been choked with her own belt 
and sexually assaulted. So um, as soon as they found her body, they actually had had a, um, when she went missing, there was a site that was dedicated to like helping her find, mm-hmm. helping, helping to find her. When they found her body, it was immediately changed to a memorial site. Yeah. Um, the surveillance footage was released to the public to help identify the man that was following her in the store. So, like, it was all over the news locally. And probably internationally, too. I'm sure, like, it was a big case. Mm-hmm. Um, right away, they get tips pouring in, obviously. Um, two, one per, this one man gets two tips on him. Um, his name is Edwin Hall. Um, he was on a lunch break at work when the news showed a truck that was thought to be owned by the suspect in her murder. And his coworker said, isn't that your truck? Because his truck was parked right in front of work. Oh. Um, right after the coworker says this, Edwin tells his boss he's sick and needs to go home. <laughs> um, one of his neighbors had also joked that um, he looked a lot like the guy in the surveillance footage that had been released onto the news so they could hopefully find it. And, like, he was just saying it as a joke, but the way that Edwin had reacted to it, he was like, holy shit, like, I think he actually might be. So that neighbor ended up calling in a tip as well. Yeah, good. Because he thought, like, he was just joking, like, oh, that looks an awful like you. And then, mm-hmm. like, the way he acted, he was like, oh, okay, you're guilty as hell. <laughs> um, also, Edwin had a MySpace page, and by the way, this is 2007, so MySpace was still a thing. <laughs> if you guys don't know what that is. Um, and on his MySpace page, he described wanting to eat young children and harm animals. And um, he also had a record, uh, a violent record. He had threatened his sister with a knife when he was 16. Um, the police ended up obtaining a search warrant and saw that he had a shrine in his basement for some, like, satanic religion it looked like. It was mm-hmm. just, you know, like kind of like how Jeffrey Dahmer had a shrine. You remember? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, we haven't covered him yet. (laughs) He had like a shrine, some weird shrine in his basement. Um, The police said that there were sticks and branches that had covered Kelsey's body where she had been found Uh that were in a particular particular pattern resembling like a pentagram. Oh. Which is interesting. I don't want to get too far into that because that's like some West Memphis 3 shit, but it, it just... I just thought that was worth noting that he did have, like, a shrine in his basement, and they mm-hmm. said that her, he had, like, put leaves and branches on her in a particular way. Um, when the police uh, ar- arrived to his home to question him, um, him and his wife and his four-year-old son um, <laughs> are packing their bags to go on vacation. Oh. They're in the middle of time. leaving. Yeah. They bring him in. And surprise, surprise, his fingerprints matched the ones found on Kelsey's car, like on her seatbelt and on her door. Mm. Wait, so he literally unbuckled her and took her? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. He, like, threatened her. and. But why would he unbuckle her? <laughs> right? I don't know. Or maybe he just, like, put his hand on there to, like, get like, close to her. Like, grab the seat, maybe? Yeah, and just, like, kind of intimidate her, try to make her scared. I mean, that would work. Definitely, especially if he went to go get his gun like he said he did. 
but the thing is that the footage is so shitty on for the parking lot that it's hard to say exactly what happened. But um, you can look up, actually. It's on YouTube. It's really sad. Because it's so weird just watching that and seeing him on every single aisle and, like, watching him walk out. You know, like, you see tons of people walk out of stores. And I never think, oh, they're going to go kill somebody, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. his They had pretty much had him pinned. There was multiple things going against him, especially the fingerprints were pretty damning. Mm-hmm. Um, and him matching the description. Um, so they did a plea bargain so he could escape the death penalty. Um, he confessed. Um, he said he abducted her. He sexually assaulted her and then strangled her with her own belt. Ugh. He told them he had been driving around that whole day approaching women and asking them odd questions. And he was just looking for, like, a particular, like, sort of... He said he was just looking for a particular type, like, uh, mannerisms. And I'm guessing it's ones that didn't seem scared. And, like, how would Kelsey when she didn't even notice him? Like, he didn't talk to her. Mm-hmm. Um, he also said that he liked her legs, and he thought she was 12. Oh, okay. Yeah. She was actually 18, but, I mean... Whatever. Uh, his court case was aired live on TV because it had become such, like, a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and he ended up being sentenced to life without parole for her murder. Okay. So one of the biggest frustrations with the investigation was the cell phone company, Verizon, mm-hmm. not releasing her cell phone location, when, which is how they ended up finding her body, Within 45 minutes of getting that ping, they found it. So, you know, like, it's just so frustrating that they had to wait days. Um, The, like, cell phone companies would give the ping out to the person that owned the phone, but they they wouldn't do that. Like, if you didn't own the phone, they weren't going to give it to you. Uh Even law enforcement asking them, they refused. Unless they had a court order, which that takes time to get a court order. Yeah. So, um... This led to Kelsey's parents creating the Kelsey Smith Act. And this was a law that states, essentially, that cell phone companies can ping a phone if authorities determine that the subscriber is in danger. Okay. Most U.S. states have passed the law, and the U.S. Congress is debating on federalizing it. Oh, it hasn't been passed yet? As At this time that I read, no. Oh, dang. So I don't think it has. I mean, some states, I guess it's like the state is up to them if they want to do it. I don't know about Oklahoma because it wasn't our state, but. No, I think it'll become a nationwide thing because, like, after what, the Amber Alert and the uh, Adam Alert or Mm -hmm. whatever at Walmart? Yep. Yeah, like, what, does it have to be, like, a child for people to notice? But, like, I think this is a really good idea and it should become a nationwide thing. Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, that's just so frustrating because, like, I mean, I don't know how long after she was kidnapped or whatever, but um, actually, in at least one case, this law actually was acted on. Um, In February 2015 in Kansas, not far from where um, Kelsey had grown up, a man stole a car not knowing that a five-month-old baby was inside. And while he was running away, like, or driving away, 
he also ran over a pedestrian and kept driving, so a hit and run. The police found the car a half hour later at a convenience store after he pinged the baby's mom's cell phone, which was still in the purse on the front seat. The driver escaped, and as of 2015, is still at large, so I don't know if they ever found him. Was the baby okay? Yeah. It is believed that once he realized there was a baby inside, he decided to ditch the car. Um, and he also would have faced kidnapping charges and the car theft and the hit and run. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the baby was fine. Okay. I don't think he meant to do that. And he probably was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, but still, he ran over somebody and kept driving. So it's fucked up. <laughs> um, so Kelsey's family also have a charity. Um where they give presentations, where they tell a summary of Kelsey's story. They give statistics over, because this, like, obviously Kelsey isn't the only one that this happens to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it gives statistics on how often this actually happens, especially to um, the youth of this country. And um, they also give tips on how to protect yourself and stay alert. Like being aware of your surroundings, trusting your instincts, and using a buddy system. Um, you can also learn more at kelseysarmy.org, which is still up and running. But, um, I mean, it's really nice that her family's doing that because if she had been with somebody, I guarantee he would not have. He would have been intimidated and not approached. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the number one thing. It's very rare that somebody goes after two people at mm-hmm. once. I mean, there's a few that we'll cover in the future that do, but I think especially at that time, no, because it had been such a public area. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, this happened at Walmart, but one time my mom was, she had uh, been shopping there, and she was leaving late, and uh, she sat in the car, and usually she, like, locks all of the doors, and but she got in the car, and this guy sat in her front seat. He just got in her car? He just, yeah. What the fuck? And she started freaking out, saying, get out of my car. And, like, what um, was he thinking? He, like, was like, holy shit, she's reacting? What? And so he, like, got out of her car, but she was so terrified. I mean, that's scary. Like, especially, like, when you know, like, what people are capable of, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, ugh, it's just, like. It's just so sad what happened to her because I personally like going to the store by myself. Like, I go to Target all the time and just, like... Yeah, like, that's a good place to, like, blow off some steam, but, like... Yeah, I find it almost therapeutic. And, like, it's just... I don't know. It just made me, like, really sad listening to this because she had no idea. Yeah. And, like, it's kind of sad because, like, had she noticed him or anything you know she could have been escorted to her car she could have called her boyfriend to come like yeah because he definitely would have yeah or her parents like I mean anybody I think even like if she had told one of the managers at Target they would have like helped her Mm -hmm. but she just didn't know and like it's sad in a world that like it's kind of necessary to know now so it's kind of cool that her parents are going around spreading that because it's not her fault at all and it's just so sad that, like, it happened to her. Because, like, she was just an innocent girl. I mean, I think with this being known, a good thing to utilize is 
carry your keys in between your fingers and pepper spray. Yeah, definitely. And also, here's the thing. He was not going to kill her in the parking lot. He moved her. He got his gun to intimidate her Mm -hmm. and moved her to his truck. He probably, but her car was found on the other side, so I don't know how. But he probably moved it when that's probably how his fingerprints were on the seatbelt. Oh, yeah, you're right. Hmm. Because there's no way that he did it. Um, But, yeah, so the thing is that I'm trying to say is that they can do whatever they want to you when they have you in private. And that's when he killed her is when he had her taken away from the parking lot. So, in my opinion, it's better to fight right then, even if they have a gun in your face, mm-hmm. and let them take you somewhere while you're still alive. Yes. Because what she went through, I'm sure, was horrible. And, um, I don't know, it's just a tragedy all around. And I just thought it was really important to touch on because I think everyone can relate to this because it's such a common thing that can happen. And, I mean, it just happened within 30 minutes of her. Mm-hmm. She called her mom at 7 and didn't show up at 7.30 to see her boyfriend. So, yeah, I don't know. This is a really sad one, but I thought it was important to cover. And, um, yeah, that's it. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Central Crazy or Central underscore crazies underscore podcast. And um, email us at centralcrazyspodcast at gmail.com. All right, you guys. I'm Kelly. And I'm Alexis. See you in the next one. Bye. Bye.